Hey everyone, welcome to Inside Northumbria, a series of podcasts giving you a chance to hear how we do things the Northumbria way. It's been a challenging year for everyone and with lockdown measures easing, here at Northumbria we thought it would be a good time to chat to a number of our fantastic staff who have continued to work tirelessly in the fight against coronavirus. This podcast series is an opportunity to showcase our brilliant people and their amazing resilience. I'm your host, Eliza, from our Trust Communications Department, and today I'll be chatting to student midwife, uh, Carrie Strong. So, welcome, Carrie. Hiya. So, Carrie, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name's Kerry. Um, I'm 36 years old. I'm currently a student midwife in my third and final year at Northumbria University, um, and I am placed within Northumbria Trust to do majority of my training. So obviously you're a student so you've kind of you've worked through the pandemic but you've also you know studied as well so what kind of made you choose to be a midwife what what was what was the pull towards midwifery? Um, I think it's just something I've always been interested in even when I was at school but at school didn't really know how to go about it and then I had one of my own children and thought at that point, right, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it now, it's probably never going to happen. So I did a access course and then was lucky enough after my access course to get a place at Northumbria Uni to study midwifery. Um, I don't know what it is about midwifery. It's just, it's like nothing you've ever really, well, certainly that I've never done before. Um, it's great to be with the women as well. I like being with the women, which is one of the main um main aspects yeah, of it for me. I can imagine it being really rewarding. I mean, you are, you're bringing life into the world, yeah. so it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so what kind of age was it that you said, you know what, this is, this is it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna become a midwife? What, what, what age was that? Um, I was thir- about 31, I think, 31. Right, right. so it's about five years. About five years wow. ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, my daughter was 18 months old, and I thought, right, I'm gonna do it. Had my son halfway through my access course, um, and then had a, about a year a year off after my access course because he was only really little, yeah. um, and then applied for the 2018 intake for um, Northumbria, and here I am. Fantastic, yeah. that's fantastic. So, what is it that you love about working at Northumbria as an as a midwife so far? Um, I think for me. Northumbria, my main placements have been in um, NSEC in Cramlington Hospital, we're on the birthing centre, on pregnancy assessment unit and on Ward 16 which is the postnatal ward. I think you know the, the staff that work there, they're really supportive, you've got loads of support in your, your learning, um, all the mentors I've had have been fantastic as well. It's just a really nice place to be, really enjoy it. So how has COVID impacted your role as, I mean, obviously, like I said, you were, you, you've been studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been at Northumbria um, on, on this placement? Um, this placement started five weeks ago. Right. Um, so yes, I've been here for five weeks. Currently I've got another three weeks left. Um, and then we get a couple of weeks off for some study time and an assessment week. Yeah, so I'm currently in the community at the moment um, with the midwives along at Whitley Bay. Um, which has been fantastic. Again, great experience. Everyone's really lovely there as well. So yeah, five five weeks currently. So last year, um, in, in my second year, I opted in because we had to either opt in or opt out to right. do our placements. And I decided to opt in um, because of COVID, you know, it was, a, it was a choice we could make. Um, and I opted in and I did a 
six week um, stint on pregnancy assessment unit and the postnatal ward. I saw it, it was the end of end of July. Oh, sorry, beginning of July, right through to August. So sort of right in the midst of it all. Oh, um, absolutely. So how did so that yeah. kind of impact your role? How how's the pandemic kind of impacted that? To be fair, I think because um, you know women are always going to have babies, whether there's COVID around or not. <laughs> um, the role is such, I think, um, hasn't been impacted massively and from well, from a student's point of view. I mean, it has been a little bit of a bit of an upheaval in, in certain certain aspects of it, but we've still been able to carry out majority of our services of course, uh, yeah. for, for women um, and just and carry on. Yeah, just got to keep going, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, so it hasn't massively impacted in that sense. Um, but again, with being a student, obviously we only do like a six-week stint at a time, so we're not there all of the time. Like obviously the the qualified midwives are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dare say they might have a, a different take yeah. on how it's impacted uh, midwifery services. But um, but you've just got to just keep going on because it's like you say, people, women have babies and that can't stop. So absolutely. Yeah. But um, with COVID, you know, we've seen the fact that visiting has stopped, but we've obviously mm-hmm. had the privilege of being able to have a partner haven't we in the in the in the birthing room with the yes. mum um yeah. so obviously that's that's something that's we've had to overcome because we've wanted them to stay with with their mum mm-hmm. but obviously you've been wearing masks mm-hmm. and visors now how is that has that been difficult has that have you found that a tricky situation yeah it has um i think wearing the ppe for, for like a long long stint of time each shift um is quite tricky obviously big birth and partners have still been able to come in with with the women and go, go through the whole labor process with women and obviously stay on the postnatal ward as well but it's just I suppose when you when you're wearing PPE you can't really see your face yeah do you know what I mean yeah. so it's been really strange in the fact that you've not been able to you can't see when someone's smiling, for example. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it's take you can't see people's faces, which means mm-hmm. you can't really read emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. it's definitely yeah. something that's a hurdle that everyone's mm-hmm. going to have to just overcome. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's just a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. What What would you say has been the biggest challenge um, you've overcome so far in your in your role? So. Normally, um, being a, a student midwife, you would be in university and in your placements learning. You know, whilst you're in in university, having lectures face to face. Normally, but that's all that all had stopped last year. So um, a lot of it was all done online. So a lot of online learning, which for me was it was quite difficult, which it couldn't be helped, obviously. And obviously, the, the university were great in the fact that they were able to offer it online but I do feel like it was a, it's been a struggle in that sense like the learning from home because you can't just sort of you know if you've got a question you want to ask at the end just yes. sort of hang yeah. around and, and speak to your tutor or for all you can still on like online you can hang around at the end of a lecture online and, and yeah. ask but it's just not been the same the whole ex- uh, university experience has been yeah totally different and of course you have two little ones as well so yeah so you know that, while that you're working that they're still thing. yeah <laughs> trying to you know do on online work and online lectures um with the kids asking for mom what can i have to eat I want another <laughs> snack you know um and it's all because you're just hoying the tablets in my face yeah. or yeah you know, because obviously they were off school as well mm-hmm. in, in the um, the beginning of it all. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been a, a major, massive obstacle. 
obviously you've not you've I remember we talked a while ago about you saying that you had so many babies that you had to deliver before Mm -hmm. uh so how many babies have you got left to deliver um so we have to have 40 in total to qualify um I've got um 27 births myself so 13 I've got 13 left to go by September oh fabulous um so What's a positive that's come out of the last year for you personally or for you as a team? Mm-hmm. What was something that you thought, you know, this is this is this is actually so, that's something good that's come out of the of this mm-hmm. really really difficult year? Um, I think for me, I'm from, from a personal uh, perspective, maybe that you sort of shock, like, shock yourself in the fact that you know what you can sort of uh, cope with because. A midwifery degree in itself is is really challenging. It's really full on. Um, so the fact that you know I've been able to do that whilst under the circumstances that we've had with COVID as well. Um, so yes, yeah, so for me, it's been a personal achievement that I've been able to get this far, and I'm still still going, still on the course, and reaching qualification as well. So yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things for me personally, from a personal point yeah. of view. No, that's fantastic because the the pandemic is it's just obviously it's been like nothing else we've ever experienced mm-hmm. and it's it's impressive to watch the resilience of our staff I'm always uh, so impressed when you know we, we go out and chat to staff members understanding that this is difficult but we've got to get get through it we've got patients to look after mm-hmm. we've got people to care for yeah. and it's really amazing to see how much you support each other I mean it's 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 just fantastic and very heartwarming and I think that's really why we want to do these podcasts we kind of want to get to people to see how fantastic our staff have been including yourself um so that's really fantastic um what's covid made you realize again on a personal level I think because I think I took you sort of take a step back and look you think well actually for me life's always a you know a million miles an hour if you're like you know up dressed kids dressed school dash here there and everywhere you know um all over the place and I think COVID I think it's just slowed the pace down a bit and made you sort of realize actually you know it can be slowed down you don't have it doesn't have to be it's such a fast pace mm. if that makes any yeah, sense yeah no absolutely um, so so yeah I think um it's made us me realize that um it's not had to be like it doesn't have to be uh, it's full on all the yeah, time yeah absolutely you know? yeah i mean it's it's definitely made uh, people appreciate time and mm-hmm. and actually understand that this time is important and we mm-hmm. can't rush things so i think that's yeah. definitely uh that's yeah. absolutely understandable that's it exactly i think as well for everybody you miss family don't you? you've not been able to of see course, people for such a long course. time and it just makes you really appreciate people yeah and family absolutely what are the, some of the things that you have enjoyed while not at work that you've just kind of done to kind of relax and take some time for yourself? What What's something that you've enjoyed to do at home? Uh, well, I've got two little pugs at home. Amazing, so, amazing. Um, so just going out for walks, that's all I've done. Like for the past year, I feel like my poor dogs. <laughs> walks are like <laughs> Exhausted. Um, so yeah, just if I felt stressed a bit, like if I've been sat at home and I've not been at work or on placement, and I've been doing like an essay, for example. Um, sort of just right. I'm going to put the dogs' leads on, and we're going to go for a walk. I take them down the beach and have a little walk at the beach. Um, 
so yeah, I really enjoyed that. I really like really enjoyed getting out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, the with house. us being in the house so yeah, much, you just can't in. wait for that dog walk or it's, just yeah. It's, yeah, it's all you. It's all you can do. Is yeah. Walking. What? So, what are your pugs' names? got Henry and um, Tully, short oh. for Tallulah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, she's just the puppy, actually. She's not very old. Oh, so she's gosh. Not... So, what will you remember most about this time, about this, you know, last year? What will what will be something that you remember the most? So much has gone on in this past year. And for all life, for me, it did slow down a little bit. It's still been fairly hectic with, you know, doing my degree and, and my placements. Um you know, the fact like, I've really missed my friends and stuff. I've really missed my family. I mean, I've, I've been, I was lucky once we could like form bubbles, I was able to form a bubble with my mom. Um, and stuff with being like, like, from a single adult household, um, I was able to form a bubble with her. And I don't think I'd realize until that point, like how much I'd missed people mm, yeah. and just not being able to, and everybody will be the same in all the world, just not being able to sort of hug your friends. And yeah, and your family and stuff. I was really lucky um, to to be able to to deliver twins. Um, so, so yeah, that's probably one of them that really sticks sticks in my head. Um, Absolutely, was the, the twins. Yeah, um, that I delivered last oh, year. Fantastic. Now that you know the lockdown measures are easing, what is something that you're most looking forward to over this next year? Really looking forward to being qualified to obtain my first job as a, a qualified midwife. And yeah, and just seeing where that takes us, really. Definitely. Um, yeah. Where do you think you'll work? Do you want to, you know, go around the country? Do you want to go somewhere else? Are you happy to? No, um, obviously I'm from this area. I'm from the Northeast. Yeah. Um, so I want to stay in this area. I, ideally, I would, I would love to work with the Northumbria Trust, um, you know, up at Cramlin Inn, at um, NSEC. That would be m- my ideal. I'd love to love to work there that's that's my goal and is that because of the staff there is that have you made yeah, quite a special bond with them definitely i've um i've northumbria has been my like home trust if you like yeah. so um so i've done majority of my placements within northumbria and um, obviously up at nsec and then within the community and things as well so um and it's lovely and all the staff are really lovely and really supportive as well so yeah yeah that sounds good um and so finally, if, if someone is listening to this and they're interested in joining the NHS mm-hmm. and, you know, possibly becoming a midwife, mm-hmm. what's your advice to them? Just go for it. Just go do it. it. Like, if you're thinking about it, just do it. Um, I think for me, it was almost like, if I don't do it now or at that point, I'll just regret not doing it. Um, so I, I just don't, I don't think... Um, anything should sort of stand in your way and, and just do it there's always a way there's always a way to do it so let's go for it fantastic oh well thank you so much Kerry for oh, coming along you. and talking to me um it's been fantastic to hear about your experiences and you know we're, we're going to hope to carry on this podcast series so next week we'll be talking to one of our fantastic nurses as part of international day of the nurses uh, so tune in to hear that